What's going on, everyone, and welcome to episode 19 of Ramblin' Gamers Matinee. In this show, we will be discussing the latest episode of the newest Marvel show on Disney+. Plus. Did I just say pus? <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 19 of Ramblin' Gamers Matinee. In this show, we will be discussing the latest episode of the newest Marvel show on Disney+. Plus. If there are any other geeky shows that have come out on a different service, we will be discussing that as well. Also, we will discuss any news that has come out regarding new shows, casting updates, and much more. If you guys are liking this show and want to stay up to date, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Ramblin' Gamers. Warning, spoilers are ahead. For any show we discuss, we are going to be spoiling. So if it, you are warned. You kind of got the rundown of what our show's about. Just, you know, be careful. There may be a spoiler. Um, but before we get into all these news and spoilers... How are you doing, Adam? What have you been watching? I've been good. I don't know if I got a ch- the chance to talk about it last week, but I watched Modoc. Did you watch Modoc? Nope. Oh, that was pretty funny. Um, that's kind of all I have to say about it. Um, I, think, I don't know if I've even watched anything this past week. Um, but I did. The big thing here is I went to a movie theater for the first time Ooh. in over a year. Ooh, I know what you watched, too. Yeah, I watched Cruella. Oh, um, that's that's not what I thought you watched. <laughs> What'd you, what'd you think I watched? I thought you watched The Quiet Place Part 2. No. Um, I was with my girlfriend, and she wanted to watch Cruella. And, like, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, definitely some major girl boss vibes. Um, so, but it, it's just sparked this whole, um, this, this whole thing for me. Like, I've just been thinking about the whole... And not not just Disney does this, but it's just always like prequels and and all that stuff. Like I feel like this movie, in all honesty, could have been like a standalone movie. Like it it like wasn't even related at all. Like it wasn't even the same time period. Like the hundred one Dalmatians take place in the fifties, and this is like supposed to be like a prequel for Cruella, and it takes place in the seventies. Um, and um. I don't want to spoil it too much, but she's kind of like, <laughs> she's like not really the same character. Um, yeah, that's, but, that's kind of the vibe I got from what I've seen from the things is that it's not, it's a bit, um, you know. So, it, and it's it's weird how I'm thinking like, this would have been better if they just like changed her name to like a new character and had it like not be forcefully connected to like an old Disney movie because mm-hmm. it was like good like the the actors were good like there were parts that made me laugh um um emma stone did a really good job i've never really been on the bus that she's like amazing but i think she did a really good job um but it's just i don't know it, it's weird this is the first time i'm really thinking like like this story was held back because they like forced the whole like disney movie revival upon it yeah, yeah. Disney seems to do that. Um, you know, you know, this Emma Stone discussions kind of reminded me. Have you ever seen the movie with? It has her and Ryan Gosling, and it's not La La Land. It has her, Ryan Gosling, and Steve Carell in it. No. Have you? Yes, and I was going to tell you that it's pretty good. I know. I like Ryan Gosling. It is called Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, I've heard of that. But I've never seen it. It's on Netflix, it, and it's 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 you know it's it's an enjoyable watch. You know, it's no Oscar winner by any means, but 
you know, you ever got, let's see how long it is, um, like two hours to kill, I guess. Oh, mm-hmm. and Marissa Tomei's in it as well, which is always, you know, she's she's cool. Yeah. You know, it's been a little bit of a slow news week when it comes to things that we normally talk about on the show. There haven't really been any Marvel casting updates, any announcement of new shows, anything that we can really sink our teeth into. And part of the reason is because Loki is coming out. How many days is it from when this episode goes up? Three days from when this episode goes up. So we wanted to give our final Loki preview and come up with some things we want from the show. Maybe throw in a saucy prediction or two. Um, And, you know, give you guys a little bit of uh, our thoughts before we get into the the actual show and you know our our show is going to just be filled with loki from from here on out basically but you know adam just right off the bat like what's one thing that you want to see from this from this loki show i want to see the real beginnings of um multiverse shenanigans okay 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 you think this you think this is going to be the the first project to actually do it i think so because you know they're obviously from what we know about the show they're dealing with um like alternate timelines and all that so i i think this could be uh the beginning of it okay you know i'm hoping that they do and not to get super into what we talked about last week it was a great episode last week if you haven't watched or listened to it so go listen to that of course but we kind of discussed how my god did you hear that car drive by no dang it was so loud Jeez, I'm, like, so distracted right now. I'm like a fucking dog. You got it, buddy. If we, if you haven't listened to our last, week ep- last week's episode, we had a great conversation where I kind of brought up the point that I don't know if I necessarily trust Marvel to, you know, take a, a big leap and have, like, ambitious shows that, like, really advance, like, the, the whole story of the MCU. So I guess to start with just one thing that I want... I don't have, like, and this isn't necessarily me saying I want a specific thing. I just want this show to mean something for the the greater, you know, the greater story arc of the MCU. I don't want them to just be, you know, setting up characters that will then have a big role in the MCU. I want this to have, like, big, have the decisions that are made in the show have big effect on, like, other stories and not just you know have wanda be like learning her learning her dark magic or mm-hmm. have have a vision back and he's like the the white vision or have our new captain america or kind of advance bucky's character a little bit while i enjoyed watching that and i you know like the outcome of each of those shows and each of those characters i want some some stuff to go down in this one that that really affects it and i think a good thing that could happen out of it is for them to start getting into the multiverse but i don't want them just to you know briefly touch on it i want him to be making decisions that are like affecting things in it that are going to like occur in other in uh, in other projects or you know set up like this this not even set up but have like a big bad villain that's you know uh, not just you know gonna setting it up for to be in future projects like give me a good villain for this show we haven't really had like a a good villain in either of the two shows yet in my opinion like mm-hmm. um Catherine hans uh, agatha she was a, she was a, like a cool character i had nothing against her but she wasn't like anything amazing and same goes for uh the flag smashers and falcon the winter soldier 
Like they weren't they weren't anything special. Give me something good. Give me something to sink my teeth into. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's what I want from it. Um, do do you have anything else that that you want from this show? Yes, I have talked about it before that um, it's going to be kind of weird to have a older um not in like age but y- you know what i mean it's it's 2012 loki versus the the 2018 loki that died in infinity mm-hmm. war um and obviously between 2012 and 2018 we had um six years of loki developing his character and getting to a more um a place where he was more like accepting of like his brother and like his role in life and everything um and like i i just i really liked that that story that loki had going um and i don't exactly know how they would do it but i don't want all that to like be gone you know what i mean i don't want them to just like hit the reset button on loki see have them... i wouldn't yeah. mind them setting the re- I, I get what you're saying i think them setting the reset button would be a big thing and if he's like a, a like a little like a, a villain again, you know, that yeah. that'd be something different. That that's the kind of thing I'm looking for, and it doesn't necessarily need to be that just that type of thing. Um, but I get what you're saying is that like Loki was you know not a good guy at the beginning, and he kind of turned into a likable character at the end, just for him to be like you know that that kind of like completed his character arc for all we knew. Mm-hmm. in infinity war you know yeah um so i like i i completely get what you're saying with that uh, that is that it would suck to kind of just like that throw this the last six years and however move, many movies he was in like three movies since then you know out the window so mm-hmm. um another thing that i want to see from the show is i want to see um owen wilson be like be a little goofy boy yeah i think we will see that for I sure may- I'm definitely like just excited to see Owen Wilson in mm-hmm. in it. It's just like one of those you never would have expected. I guess at least I wouldn't Owen Wilson to be any like prominent role in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And from the very minimal research I've done on who his character is in the MCU or in in the Marvel comics, I should say, is you know like the head of the Time Variance Authority, and he's like a, a big guy. So if they're going to be going into multiverse and different timelines, I would imagine he's going to be a relatively big character for the next phase or two, at least. Um, so that mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to see. And I, I just you know, uh, I hope he does. A good job. I I really like Owen Wilson. I think he's funny, and I I want him to continue to be like a funny character, even though it may be like a more serious role. And I think that's probably what we're going to get, considering that's what we get out of a lot of Marvel projects is, you know, it, it's serious, but they'll throw a joke in here, here or there. I just don't want, I, I don't want him to be ultra serious, and I don't want him to be just, like, performing stand-up as well. Something in the yeah. middle would be good. Uh, is there, you know, one final thing you want to see from this show? It's not necessarily, like, what I want to see, but it's definitely shaping um, anything I can predict or how I think the show's going to go. Um, is that we know ahead of time that this show has a season two. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can't. Um, so it, it's weird to think about um, that. You know, maybe if they go the multiverse direction, um, obviously they can they can keep that sort of stuff going multiple seasons. Um, 
But I think maybe season two, it's like you have to think like, will the story not really wrap up at the end of six episodes or um, like what what's going to be different enough already where they're so confident to announce a season two of the show before the first season's even aired. Yeah, it's uh, that those type of things always are a bit strange to me because, um, you know, it kind of it kind of feels like they're just gonna you know already they're gonna leave us on a huge cliffhanger, um, so mm-hmm. we have to wait for season two, which isn't unnecessarily always a bad thing, but it'd be kind of cool going into it not knowing that there is gonna be a second season, so you're kind of thinking like, oh my goodness, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. But now, like you're in your head, you're like, oh, they they couldn't do that because you know the, they're gonna have a season two. Like Owen Wilson's character isn't going to die because there's a a season two, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not not necessarily that that's like the exact prediction, but that's like something that would run through my mind, yeah, or something like that. Um, one uh, the like the final thing that you know I want to see. I mean, there's a lot of things I want to see from the show, but you know, we're gonna you know try and you know. I could sit here for hours and just tell you things I want to see from the show. But like the final thing I'm going to touch on is I want this to be a, a different than other Marvel properties. I know that's kind of like <laughs> what my first one was, but I want to see this be, um, you know, not only set up things, not not I keep using the word set up, but have big ramifications on what happens in, in other projects. But I want it to be a different type of genre where I'd like to see it be like a kind of like a crime thriller. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I I kind of that's kind of the vibe I got, especially from the first trailer. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they do that, and you know, my understanding is that there's just someone wreaking havoc, you know, in these timelines, and they're they're saying, "Hey, look, we're gonna kill you unless you stop this person." Um, and you know that I'm gonna just lead right into my because we're both gonna make one prediction as well. My prediction is that the person running rampant, and I don't think this is necessarily a huge stretch of a prediction, is Lady Loki. Because we we know the the woman the woman who's cast as Lady Loki and I don't remember her name, but my prediction is that she is going to be the lead for season two, and somehow um, Tom Hiddleston's Loki is going to be like ran off, or like dead or something. I was thinking that too. Like, what if like the 2012 Loki isn't the only Loki we see here? Like, especially with you know us wanting them to go into the multiverse and all that yeah that maybe there's another loki who's like the big bad and i think lady lady loki can to me that's like that's multiverse that's like mm-hmm. a girl version of loki kind of thing um so i don't know that's how that's how i interpreted your prediction there okay do, do you have any any prediction it's 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 hard um like i want to predict like oh loki might die and it'll be like the end of his character but the whole season two thing and but your prediction kind of touched on that a little bit um so i don't know i i'm i'm gonna predict that like like we we are gonna see multiverse stuff okay yeah i i I think so too i i wonder if we're gonna see like any ramifications from them like goofing off and endgame you know, mm-hmm. I hope so because there's definitely like they definitely had to have screwed something up. Mm-hmm. But that that is it for our Loki preview. Um, I hope we've been able to fill up these last three or four weeks of of matinees with some good content for you guys. And if if we did, just you know, let us know if there's something else you want to see. Um, well, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of 
spans of uh, episodes like this where we don't have Marvel content to talk about. Um, so hopefully we don't have to go through another like four week period with that. But I felt like we were able to, you know, uh, release some good yeah. shows for you guys. So, you know, if, if you're watching, watching these without a Marvel episode being out, th- thanks for listening because we really appreciate it. We've really enjoyed these last few weeks coming up with fun topics to talk about. But, um, you know, speaking of fun topics to talk about, we have, um, let's see, three more to touch on before we finish off today's show. Uh, one of them being Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie is coming out in 2023. Did you know about this before you saw this announcement? Um, I remember him saying he wanted to do one. Um, but, you know, so, you know, you hear people say like, yeah, I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. And you never think that they're going to turn around and like fully commit to doing it. You, you you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, no, I it, completely get that. Like Quentin Tarantino said, he wants to do like a Star Trek movie, but he's not going yeah. to do a Star Trek movie. Yeah, it's not like we should expect that to be his next movie mm-hmm. coming out in three years. You know, um, so it's but it, it's very cool. Um, I've never really been into TMNT, um, but from that same interview where he said he wanted to do it, he kind of laid out the approach he would take and that's kind of been dug back up now that you know it's an actual thing and um fans of the franchise seem to be excited and pleased with how he might handle the characters Mm -hmm. i feel like that's always like the most important thing with like a a, like um uh like basically anything having to do with like ips with big fandoms is like even if I'm not a fan of it, as long as like the people who are fans of it are excited for what they've seen or heard about it, the project so far, that makes me excited. Um, but the only Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing I've I, I had the action figures as a kid. Funny thing, actually, um, I in the little box that the action figure came in, I cut out the logo of TMNT and put a hook on it, like a Christmas hook, and it goes up on my Christmas tree every year. Wow. Congrats, yeah. dude. A piece of cardboard. It's literal just trash. It has a yeah. hook. Um, but yeah, I, I I watched the like cartoon when I was a kid, but I don't have a, a you know a big history with it. Um, but I'm excited nonetheless, especially if you know fans of it are excited. But we're gonna move on to our second to last story, and that's Netflix Geek Week is occurring sometime soon. I forget the actual date, June seventh to June eleventh. And Jeff Keighley, he's a big gaming guy, said today that he's excited to talk about Cuphead during it because he has Mm -hmm. a whole segment where he's going to be discussing um, video games that are being turned into shows or movies, Netflix. And Cuphead is one of them. If you aren't familiar with Cuphead, it's a really popular video game from a couple years ago. Um, And there's a lot of other projects in in, in the works of video games going to Netflix. But they're not just going to touch on those. They're also going to be talking about Stranger Things and all of their other Netflix originals. Is, is there anything you're going to keep your eye out for during this? Um, not not really. I've never been super interested in what they're doing. I know like Castlevania is a big one. They'll probably show that. Um, The Witcher was pretty big. And I am interested in watching that. I just haven't really gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything else. Hopefully we might... They might have some, you know, surprises we're not thinking of. I wonder if they turn around and say, hey, that that Zelda show is actually happening, like stuff like that. 
That'd be crazy. Yeah. I, I, that's not like, I'm not expecting that to happen. I'm just saying like, yeah, no, I gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited to see what we don't know about, I suppose. Um, Cause like, you know how much I'm in a cuphead. I'm not really interested in like a cartoon of it. If I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how are you? You're really in a cuphead. Are, are you excited for this show? Uh, like I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. I'm, I haven't, as we're talking about how the fans of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are excited for Seth Rogen's plan, I've not been a fan of what I've seen mm-hmm. of this show. Um, I think the voice actors, the their voices fit the roles really well. I don't know why they went with the animation style they went with when the animation style in the video game is so distinct and good looking mm-hmm. i don't know why they would go away f- from that yeah that's, honestly that's really, that's really dumb but like i'm excited i'm going to probably watch the first season i also don't know exactly if this is like a children's show as well i um, feel like so, it's going to be geared towards children i think so too so that's kind of where i'm on like you know, I like I'm okay if things are like for children because I can still enjoy those types of things. I just watched all of the iCarly episodes on Netflix and enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. But like, if if I'm not enjoying it, I'm not going to watch it just because it's Cuphead. I guess is what I'm getting to. But things that I'm looking forward to are basically all the video game adaptations that have been announced or rumored. I'd love to see a Legend of Zelda show. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I'm excited to hear more about the Cyberpunk um, anime. If I, I hope they talk about that as well. Um, there's one other I had in my head as well. Castlevania, I think is end. I think this is their last season of it, and I don't know if it's out or yet. But I mean, that's cool. I'm not super into it, but I'm excited for the people who are. I'd love to see more of The Witcher. Um, like, kind of like you, I haven't seen the first season, but I really want to. I should probably get to that before season two comes out um but yeah you know it, it netflix is not my preferred streaming service but yeah same i do like how they're going more into the video game stuff and i think from what they've released people are fans of that stuff yeah which is good i just haven't got one for me yet mm. and the one that i'm getting from me looks like it's for little babies so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that kind of sucks just so weird because cuphead is like a hard game it- game is not for babies the game is for you know people who are relatively good at video games so yeah um you know it is what it is but we're gonna move on to our final segment which is a new segment called our movie club each week we pick a movie to watch with you guys you guys just watch it during the week and you know dm us on dm us on twitter instagram your thoughts of the movie last week's movie that we watched was army of the dead so, you know, we're going we're gonna to discuss a little bit. We didn't get any DMs from you guys, unfortunately. So um, for, an, for our next movie, which we'll be announcing just in, in a couple minutes here, you know, once you watch it, DM us your thoughts or if you've already seen it, you know, let us know what you think of it. But Adam, what were your overall thoughts on Army of the Dead? Give me a ranking out of 10. Um, from the, our brief conversation, it didn't sound like you were a huge fan. I, I wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. It was long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it did kind of drag on in parts. Um, I think the actors did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, like all around the actors were good. Some, some characters were kind of annoying at bits. Um, but I did have the thought of like, 
there was a moment like 10 years ago when zombies were like all the rage like everyone thought stories revolving around like zombie apocalypses were like so cool like we had an influx of movies and video games and books like all revolving around like zombie apocalypses um i think we're kind of past that stage <laughs> um so it it was just kind of it was kind of weird this is this is a thought i had um the it seemed like the people that they had in like the zombie makeup like all the extras had no direction like they were all just like walking around being zombies which i know that's like that's what they were supposed to do it was just funny to me that it like looked like a person in makeup just like jumping on a table Okay. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Um, you know, I don't quite understand what you're saying, yeah. but um, yeah, what what was your ranking out of ten? I'd give it like a like a six. Okay, so I'll I'll give you my take, and you and I, you you're more pessimistic towards it. I'm more optimistic. The things I liked, I I liked. I, I wrote a couple notes actually, and I, I on of course spoilers ahead. Uh, you get your warning in the intro. Here's your second warning. Dave Bautista at the end, when he was with his daughter, mm-hmm. showed some acting that we've never seen from Dave Bautista. Where like he actually, it was pretty serious acting and actually made me feel for the characters, which I didn't think I I felt that way towards the characters. And I I thought he did a, that was some acting we haven't seen from him, and it was it was serious and it was pretty good. Um, the action bits were cool. Um. With this being a zombie movie, it was a lot different than I was expecting. I was expecting them to be trying to like survive during an, a zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a heist movie, just in yeah. the setting of like a a zombie apocalypse. So I th- I thought that was a cool twist on it. Mm-hmm. I liked it too. One thing, not to like interrupt your flow here, mm-hmm. but I really liked the approach of. It wasn't like an apocalypse. Like there was just a city that fell to zombies and then like yeah. America just moved on. <laughs> yeah. As normal. And I loved the um it was like very brief, but I did like laugh. Um how like at the beginning Dave Bautista's character was watching TV and there was someone saying like it's a hoax. Really? Um, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man, like after this last year, there's definitely like people who would like go on TV and say stuff like that. Um, that was funny, but yeah, I, I really liked the approach how they just like <laughs> gave up on Las Vegas, mm-hmm. um, for the the continuation of humanity and like, <laughs> um, the the opening sequence was very cool. Like it showed yeah. people like it showed them like escaping from Las Vegas, and then it cut to him just like flipping burgers, like mm-hmm. his life just went back to, um, to normal. I, some, I thought somewhat that was normal, cool. I yeah. guess. Yeah. So. Like the things that it did differently than a typical zombie movie, I liked mm-hmm. the the heist a- the heist aspect was cool. Um, I I enjoyed like the types of zombies, which were like two. I like the idea of there being like actual, um, like thinking zombies instead of just like running around. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like interesting. However, I think that two and a half hours is far too long. I felt like kind of towards the middle when they were waiting for the guy to crack the safe, it felt much longer than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the story it take taking of apart from what you know what I just said is that I like the idea of a heist 
in during a zombie apocalypse. I don't think he necessarily pulled it off. I thought it was a cool idea. I didn't think it was executed perfectly. Um, I like also the idea of like basically all the characters dying. I thought that was kind of cool as like mm-hmm. more serious than I was expecting. And you know, he clearly set it up at the end for a sequel. That's like what yeah, that was. He did. This is spinning off into a whole franchise. I don't know if you saw, but um, oh. not Zack Snyder, but another oh, director okay. is doing a prequel that takes place, um, like before the heist, like when the zombie outbreak yeah. starts. It's gonna it's gonna be an actual zombie movie. And then Zack Snyder has said that he's considering doing a sequel. And then Netflix is doing like an anime side story <laughs> what i guess like the movie was good i enjoyed it if you have like two and a half hours hours to burn it's not like the worst thing you could watch but mm-hmm. i gave it a seven out of ten okay so we weren't too far off mm-hmm. i just really went into the bad yeah and i um, i went into the better it like I was happy with what he went for. I just don't think he pulled it off mm-hmm. as well as he thought. But I like, like I said, it's not terrible. And if you have two and a half hours to burn, you could definitely burn it worse ways than watching Army of the Dead. Yeah. But, you know, between the two of us at averaging a six and a half out of ten, that's probably about fair. And then with all those spinoffs that are announced off of it, I almost even dropped my score lower. You know, this can just be like a one-time thing. I don't know if it was good enough to warrant all of that. But hey, who knows? Maybe the other stuff will be better. But we have all we have picked our movie for next week, everyone. Adam, can you give me a little drum roll? Good job. Chef on Netflix, as far as I'm aware, is our movie for next week. So go ahead and give that a watch and send us your DMs before friday june 11th because that's typically when we record these shows um and if you you know send us a dm we'll feature it on the episode but that's gonna end our show for this week but before we actually close out i'm gonna go ahead and give you guys our schedule for the upcoming week because if you aren't aware and the whole gaming atmosphere this it's like the super bowl commercials of of gaming is about to happen um, it's called E3, and it's where all the publishers get together and uh, like announce what they have planned for the next, you know, year to three years, and maybe some big announcements further out. But um, Tuesday, June eighth, we have a gaming show that's just typical news. Um, so if if you're interested in that, go ahead and give that a watch. Friday, June eleventh, we have a, another gaming show where we give our E3 predictions. Sunday, June thirteenth, a matinee where we're going to be discussing the first episode of Loki. So look forward to that. Tuesday, June 15th, we have another gaming show that's going to cover the first two days of E3 and the lead-up to E3. Thursday, June 17th, or Friday, June 18th, we're going to have another gaming show covering the last two days of E3. And then to close out our hectic schedule, Sunday, June 20th, we're going to have a matinee episode of, you know, we're going to be discussing the second episode of Loki. So look forward to that, and then we'll go back to our once a week for each show schedule after that. But if you don't have anything else to add, Adam, that's going to end our show for today. Yeah, I I have nothing else to add. All right, see you guys. Yeah.